0: Yeah. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check
1: it out. Turn it on, turn it up for my radio. It's Paul and Woody for Maccas. Introducing the five dollar mic wrap of the day at Maccas. Available weekdays, ten thirty a.m. to two p.m.
2: I must be honest. What? I, 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 I'd made preparations just in case you were off the radar this morning. Can
1: you stop? We weren't going to discuss this.
3: I just
2: think I should disguise it because I know that oh, you haven't spent a lot of time at home over the weekend.
3: Okay.
2: There was an end of financial year party for work.
3: You not remind me.
2: And by all accounts, you were there and very, very prominent, particularly at closing time. And then you backed it up the following night at the Speak Up Stay Chatty Ball. And I've got a mate that works security down at Rest Point. Yeah. And well, was the sun up?
3: Oh come on, Nicole and I, the afternoon's announcer, we got home before the sun went up.
2: Okay, right then, just. Who's home?
3: <laughs> I don't know. But thanks for letting me sleep on your yeah. couch. No, don't. Be, it wasn't that bad. What is
2: the penthouse suite well, like I at did, rest point? Oh,
3: as if I've been in the any penthouse suite. Maybe Were cleaning them.
2: Guys, as a chambermaid? Can
3: you stop this? At, you but it's what, good to
2: have you in. Because you know what I did yeah. at the end of
3: financial year party? For work. Yeah. Because you didn't come. No. Nah. And that's what makes me frustrated. I have to... Back it up for both of us. Oh, right, know? so you were
2: drinking for two? Yeah, I had
3: to. Why'd well, you get the money's worth? It's not often things are free. Um, The boss and I had a very long and lengthy conversation.
2: What was that in reference to?
3: Uh, for some reason, it slipped my mind, but it might have been about money.
2: So hang on. <laughs> you wouldn't have been representing both of us in that conversation, I I'm hope. I'm sure
3: I did. Uh... Well, I speak for both of us.
2: He hasn't replied to my text messages from the weekend, oh, so well. that will be no doubt a meeting.
3: Can we just not do this? I didn't think we were going to highlight. No, it. I
2: just wanted to see you. You're feeling all right. You're not feeling a I'm bit feeling vulnerable great. or anything like that.
3: I'm feeling great. And okay. well done to Mitch and the whole team at Speak Up Stage. He doing a, mar- a marvellous job.
2: Mm, well, I, I mean, I don't want to speculate, but could we see a record broken for money raised I, for that particular organisation? I think so. Oh. Definitely. Um, you didn't. Um, it, what, stick bid? your hand in the. The tin or anything like that? Did you?
3: Well, I'll just stick my hand in the tin. Well, just. In, well, I, I tied my hands behind the back, my back, when they did the live auction.
2: Oh, right. I thought you were going to say you tied your hands behind your back up in the penthouse, sweet. Okay. So thank you for sharing that. Can you
3: just not? No, it's because I. I'll bit you have bid on things before, and I don't actually want them. Yeah. I just like get excited, and then yeah. I don't have the money to pay for no. them. No. But anyway, how how did we start on this? I just thought I'm going to ignore it the whole. Morning. No, I just
2: wanted to, you know, right. I, I wanted to let Apprentice Mason know that he's off the hook, right? Because I've had a lengthy conversation with him last night, and I thought that it would be the Paul and Mason show this morning.
3: Ed Sheeran's sheep. We're going oh. to put someone else on Hobart's shorter standby list yes. to see Ed Sheeran. We've sent people already last week from yep. Hobart. We're Done. doing it again. Just wait for sheep to break into the show. Yep. Could happen at any moment. And then 13,
2: 12, 16. Coming up next, what does Sue Hickey want to ban from within the confines of the city of Hobart? Paul and Woody. You've been running around, running around, running around, throwing that dirt
1: It's Paul and Woody podcast. Seven past six,
3: Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, they're calling it the war on waste. Mm the Hobart City Council's war on waste to get rid of all plastic packaging takeaway containers within
2: three years. They're going to meet about this tonight. How many meet? Is that an official council meeting tonight? Because I thought they met on a Wednesday or a Thursday. It could just be a general catch-up at Sue's or something. Oh, okay. You think it might be just a home visit? Yeah. Just kimonos on. Oh, come on. Cup of tea. If it is at Sue's house, is Marty Zugo invited? I mean, Well, he does the catering. Ah oh, right, okay. It's good that they can get along when it comes to having a bite to eat and oh. a meeting over getting rid of yeah. plastic containers. Yeah.
3: So what's the alternative then? See, so I don't understand. A lot of food trucks are already using things that aren't plastic or are required to. So what would the substitute for that be? Because different oh. foods. I know that you're very particular.
2: I mean, well, they taste better in certain packaging. That's what you claim. I'm not yeah. a massive fan of the cardboard packaging. Okay. Whether it be to stick a serve of noodles in. I feel the noodles sweat. You know, the ones with the little fold at the top and quite often a little metal arm that you can yeah. like a handle.
3: I love those.
2: Do you really? Yeah. But isn't the irony that even if they are recyclable, you can't use that again? No. Yet if you do have a plastic container that may not necessarily be recyclable, you could use that... You know, you wash it out and...
3: That's know, actually not a bad point You have from some you.
2: biscuits and you pop your biscuits in there <laughs> or you pop, pop, pop your play lunch in for the next day if you're having a little bit of banana bread... I or mean, we could list could all the a things juice box
3: in. that you could put into a plastic... <laughs> actually,
2: we'll get the dimensions of those up on <laughs> no. the fact sheet on Hit 100.9's website. Um, but, I, look, I will say it, and I don't know if it's politically correct... Oh, no. ...but I'm going to say it anyway... What? I think Chinese food in particular tastes better in a clear plastic container with a clear plastic lid. So, the same as if you're having a serve of pasta, there's nothing better than having it in the foil tray-like container with the cardboard lid that you fold the edges of the foil container over to, to keep it on top.
3: Well, you've thought about well, that, packaging that, a lot, of Pasta it?
2: is great in the alfoil. The Chinese... And I, look, I'll extend that out to Thai, maybe even Japanese. I, I'm still thinking about that one. Oh, God. But I think I if it. you want a serve of, okay. say, uh, chicken and cashews all right. or a sweet and sour pork, mm. you want it in plastic with a nice sealed top. So you just want to put it, ruin the environment. Well, maybe we That's need what to... You want. Just so
3: your your Chinese tastes better. Why don't you take your own plastic container, one of the very last ones that will be around once this comes into place, and take it down to the Chinese and get them to put it in
2: your plastic container? Well, you say that with jest. I am. My grandmother, who is well into her 90s now, has told me of of when Chinese restaurants and takeaways first came to this country. And Do you know what you used to do? No. You would take down your pots and pans. And what they just fill and it, and they would put it in, and then you put your lid on your pot, and you take it home. And if you needed to heat it up, you put it on the stove for a couple of minutes. See, but that's a great idea.
3: Why aren't we just taking our pots down to Mulan or yeah.
2: what? I mean, hygiene issues aside. Okay,
3: I hadn't really thought that far. I hadn't... But it'd be yeah, <laughs> okay. wonderful
2: idea. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, about to hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody, quarter past six.
1: It's Paul and Woody podcast. Full showers. Door hands. Uh, big shout out too to Georgia
3: Love who emceed the Speak Up Stay Chatty Ball on the weekend as well. Um,
2: what a, what a great night it was! It was a fantastic night. What are you? Are you just trying to? get me to give you details of what happened because for some reason you can't remember. I can't. Don't say that. You okay. make me
3: out to be someone that I'm not. I remember exactly what happened. Okay. Well, why are you saying that? No, no, I'm just,
2: just, I'm just speculating, that's all.
3: Okay, well, at least I wasn't sitting there checking the footy scores.
2: Uh, well, I'm sorry if I wanted to just discreetly... Discreetly? ...have a look at what was happening at Eddie Head Stadium between the Pies and North Melbourne. What's
3: wrong? guys like you're like, I love my footy too but I said to you, why don't you just tape it and watch when you get home? because then it's already happened. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you like guys that go to weddings and they sneak out to the toilets to check the Oh, uh, I got clothes. into trouble As for a- that. When did you do oh, that? Oh, this
2: was prior to having the iPhone app where you could watch the game. There was a little portable television oh, in, in, in a back days. room at the wedding. Uh, and I was like, it was, Collingwood was playing Hawthorne that night I think it was in about, I don't know, 2010 and I'm sitting there out the back and I'm watching it every so often and uh, the bride and groom cracked it because were, apparently I'm supposed to be emceeing their wedding. Oh, see, you can't emcee
3: yeah. a wedding around four yeah, time. my, my father time. wants to
2: make a speech and he's like, oh. God, guys, can we wait until at least three-quarter time?
3: Tickets to the movies in ten.
1: Singer. Hits, Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hit.com.au. Uh.
3: So there's a Chinese couple who have left, been left heartbroken after they found out they raised the wrong son for 28 years. What? So the father of the son said that my son's turned out too good looking. Could oh. Possibly be a product of either of
0: us.
2: Well, that's <laughs> a horrible thing to say about his wife. <laughs> I know. You to say that you're ugly but you can't say your wife is. <laughs>
3: so because he turned
2: out too good looking
3: he demanded a DNA test. Turns out The kid isn't related
2: to either of them. They were handed
3: the wrong baby in (gasps) hospital.
2: Oh, my God. Isn't that awful? Now, you've just shown me a photo of the 28-year-old. Yes. Why has he got a bowl haircut? (laughs) Is his mum and dad, who aren't even his mum and dad biologically anymore, are they still cutting his hair? Or has his father always thought, this kid's too good looking? I'm not going (laughs) to put any gel through his hair. I'm just going to continue to give him a bowl haircut.
1: Trending.
2: There is a celebrity that has got a very svelte body now. This big name celeb is rumoured to have lost 20 kilos and they've had a diet of plates of chopped up Lebanese cucumber and they've been drinking plenty of water and they are looking fit and fabulous for the summer. Who is it? Eddie Maguire. Get out. Eddie's lost twenty kilos. What? And apparently, we won't even recognise him when he appears on the Footy Show this Thursday night in a bikini. Uh,
3: <laughs> Trending. Did you get a call back for the Footy Show? May have. Why can't you say?
2: Because I, mean, I haven't been given permission by. Oh, okay by the girlfriend to go to Melbourne to do it yet. (laughs) Because apparently she's approaching her third trimester and she's not allowed to fly anymore.
3: Yeah, girlfriend?
2: Hmm.
3: Oh, you're saying it like it's poor you.
2: Yeah, I know. (laughs)
3: Thank you for your sympathy. I've got none for you. Uh, A senior police officer from Canberra has revealed the most unbelievable and unconventional excuses ever used by drivers in an effort to avoid paying a speeding speeding fine, including... I just washed my car, so I'm trying to dry it. (laughs) Come on. This one I've heard before, and I've heard it work. I've had a bad day. I've just broke up with my girlfriend. Does that work? One of my friends got out of uh, a speeding ticket because when he got pulled over, he can dislocate his fingers. He dislocated (laughs) a finger, and so you could tell, and he's like, I'm just going to the hospital.
2: Did that work?
3: Oh, yeah, because the police did the right thing. They even escorted him. The only problem was he needed to go to... He, he was trying to go to Glenorchy, so he's ended up at the Royal. <laughs> oh,
2: really? Um, I don't want to give hints, but what? fellas, if, if you're a man, it wouldn't hurt to cry. You haven't. I remember, I think it was the first live gig I'd ever done when I had my driver's licence and I was driving home and I was feeling really good about myself. And I got paid cash and I got pulled over and I had bald tyres One of my number plates was not visible And I was speeding And you cried I just cried How do
3: you make yourself cry?
2: I'm an actor Oh you I cried I went the blub And the cop was just so awkward That he just said I'll just go home to your mum
3: (laughs) Trending And how old were you?
2: Uh, 29
3: Here's a track from one of our R&B albums We've got three on iTunes right now 21 to 7 The tickets to the movies next Paul and Woody
1: It's Paul and Woody podcast I'm not gonna give up I'm not gonna stop I'm gonna work harder. I'm gonna survive I'm gonna make it I will survive Keep on surviving 18 away from seven It's Paul and Woody it's been right. City, spin that wheel? Stack of games on the wheel.
3: Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for a double pass to the Dark Tower. Do you know much about this?
2: Yes, I do. It's a Stephen King novel. Um, it's got Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba. And I think it's already done about $20 million at the box office in Seriously? its first weekend in the US.
3: So you do an it bit. bit. Uh, Eden Cinema's August 17 yep. here for us, but we've got a double pass to it right now.
2: I love uh, Idris's voice. All oh, right, Because, of course, he supplies the voice in the song that goes, I challenge you to we'll a dance, dance off. I don't know if he says it in the movie, but it'll be good. Even in the credits, it'll be good. Oh, but spin the wheel. Sorry, I
3: got sidetracked because on sunrise, Koshi just crossed to a pink
2: poodle. Someone that had
3: died in a big poodle pink. Oh, it's not my
2: mate Basil Zempelis dressed up as a pink poodle, is it? Because he's been breathing down Koshi's neck and filling in for him. I'd watch yourself, Koshi, because Baz is a smooth operator. Yeah, and
3: well, you used to work with him, and I did, I he did. trod on you, kind of, too. Yeah, didn't
2: he? Yeah, I stepped but on my throat to get to where he is today. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kerry Stokes, the man that runs Channel Seven, has been famously quoted as saying that Basil Zemplos is Network Seven's greatest asset. What? Yes, because my understanding is that Channel Seven in Western Australia is the most successful television station in the world. Like in terms get of out. surveys one and people tuning in per capita, and Basil is the face of WA7. Jeez, he did go. I know.
3: People seem to do so much better yeah. after they leave you.
2: Yeah, they do, don't they? you did a
3: show together and then he really mm. moved on and Tommy Little, he used to get your cans of Coke. Yeah. And now look at him.
2: Yeah. But Thanks. Thanks for going through them.
3: Um, that's only just a couple. I don't no, have time yeah, for Yeah, well, let's we'll not
2: do all the rest. Um, did the wheel spin? I <laughs> think yes, it did. Because it landed on Show Us Your Text.
3: Okay, so 13, 12, 16. We just want you to read the last text you received yes. from that. We're going to try and guess who sent it to you. If we can't, you're off to the movies.
0: Follow you Woody. and
1: I and nobody else. It's Paul and Woody Podcast. Sit. Sit. spin that wheel. Hi, Catherine.
3: Hello. Stack of games on the wheel. We just spun it and up we spun. Show us
1: your
2: text.
3: So we're going to get you to read the last text you received from that. We're going to try and guess who sent it to you. If we can't, you've got a double pass to The Dark Tower starring Matthew McConaughey in cinemas August 17.
0: Yes, yeah, excellent. Okay, ready when you are. Yeah. All right. I've just put my head to the pillow and I'll see you in one minute's time. Also, my goal this week is to be in bed by 9.30 at the latest.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Any emojis, exclamation marks?
0: Um, Yep. after the pillow, I have a little bed emoji, and then right at the end, I
2: have a little emoji with the little Z's on it. Uh, Did it say I'll see you in one minute's time? Yeah. Okay. Okay,
3: just stay there for us, Catherine, we'll be right back.
2: Now, if I was putting my head to the pillow and Mm. seeing someone in a minute's time, I'd be dreaming of my lover. Right. So is this...
3: I think it's her mum.
2: Why is she seeing her daughter in a minute's time?
3: Because she's, they still live together.
2: But she's putting her head to the pillow. Yeah.
3: She's like, I'll see you in a minute's time. I'm going to try and get to bed earlier this week. Don't
2: you think... But, but if... Or do you
3: think it's a partner?
2: Well, I think that the text is being sent when the person is in bed. Putting oh, my head to the pillow. Okay. I'll see you in a minute's time.
3: Oh, see, I was thinking of about to walk through the door. Oh, you're
2: thinking of it's two sentences. Yeah. I'm going to put my head to the pillow. I'll see you in a minute's time. I'm. Ah, oh, right. That's
3: where. That's where my head went. Yeah, but
2: oh, look, I'll back whatever one. Yeah, I, I think it's Cause some, it's got to be one or the other.
3: I don't think it's anything it's else. Some
2: bloke trying to woo Catherine. Is that how you woo? I'm going to go sleep. Yeah, but I'll <laughs> see you in a minute's time. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. It's very Shakespearean. My head will hit the pillow and I'll see you in a minute's time. Okay, go with that Okay. Then. Catherine, is it a bloke that's got the hots for you?
0: No, it's not. Who is <laughs> it, Catherine? Um, it's my housemate.
2: Cool. Oh. And was Woody right, was the person not in bed yet? Uh,
0: no, they were. So we have this joke because we're first at creakers and every time we go to bed it feels like we just wake up a minute later and then the day's...
2: Ah, uh, right. Yeah, okay. And your housemate definitely doesn't have the hots for you? Yeah, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> Look. What? Strange things happen in share houses. You would know. I, I could tell some stories about uni. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Particularly with exchange students. A little <laughs> knock on the door in the middle of the night, in a little accent.
3: Can we not say little and... Wait. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Catherine, well done, you're off to yeah. the movies. <laughs>
0: Excellent.
2: Thanks, guys. No Are you sleeping, Mr. Paul? Can you not do that? That what? is really
1: yeah. that, was a, that was generic. It was the that biggest story of 2016. It's Paul and Woody podcast.
3: Just off seven, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. What an odd song.
2: We're, what is? That is a very odd song, isn't it? It's catchy, but... Calvin geez, Harris. On. I love it. Yeah, is it Katy Perry in there, Apprentice Mace, oh. singing a bit of that? What was that?
3: I think it's very... Oh, right, okay. I think it's very. It's But you were dancing with me to it then. Yeah, I
2: know, I know. But uh, is it an earworm song?
3: You kind of do that old swinging dance like my mum does when she goes to. I don't
2: flap my arms around like an you, octopus like that. Do you,
3: I? you do, you do. It's. Well, we'll get the tape and we'll roll it don't, back because we've got videos in don't here. don't do the tape. Please. And we'll just ask. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm. it's a bit like swinging, like, yeah, about. Can I- you
2: stop flapping your arms like that because I don't dance like you that. You do dance oh, like
3: that. I'm really sorry to tell you. You're one of those people that thinks you can dance but you can't. I'm
2: a, I'm a fantastic dancer. Dancer? I'm classically trained. Where are you trained.
0: from? Adelaide?
2: <laughs> Take a chance on my dance. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Do you like my pants? I've got my dancing pants on.
3: You're where you The Stars with Astro Holden on its way. Weekdays from 8am.
1: It's Paul and Woody podcast.
2: Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, shake, it, it out. Turn it
1: up, turn it up, you're my radio. Here's Paul and Woody for Macca's. Introducing the $5 wrap of the day at Macca's. Available weekdays, 10.30am to 2pm. It's good to start the week
2: on a positive, isn't it? It really is. Before the rest of the show? Yeah, yeah. And the positive is that you made it in. Oh, don't. After your big weekend. And we're getting reports of people having seen you at various times. One person caught an eye at you at four o'clock. Now, I'm yet to establish if that was an afternoon or a morning. Oh,
3: stop it. Come on. Just because no, you're too old and
2: over it now. No, I'm, 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 I'm celebrating it. I'm just, I'm impressed that you've managed to... Don't be ridiculous. ...front up. I was fine. Okay, great. So, we're either going to top
3: you up if you need it, if you've had yep. a bad weekend, Yep. or... You know, get something out there that you're grateful for. 13, 12, 16, $50. We've got a $50 yeah, bar yes. tab we want to give you. Yeah. Thanks to Hotel Soho. See you back at Soho. Soho.
2: Just give someone a shout, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my neighbours. They know who they are. Who bring my bins in for my pregnant girlfriend.
3: Why are you doing it? She's the carrier of our show, baby. Well, because
2: um, the bins get collected whilst oh. I'm at work. And then by the time I get home, they've been brought in, so... And it's one less thing for Melissa to do in the morning. You are such a... So I'd like to shout them.
3: I'd like to just give a shout-out. Mine's a serious one. To our boss here. I've just never come across such an amazing boss, so supportive and not judgmental right. at all. You yeah. know, I mean if someone
2: if... is blind drunk <laughs> and don't say that just has it out with him no. on a Friday night at an end of financial year work do, he's the kind of guy that will front up on Monday and just forget it. Is that what you're sort he of saying? He doesn't
3: even bring stuff up. No. And even if you've 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 done one of those things where you've hit him up about money.
2: Yeah. He's just one of those guys. Water off a duck's he back. He doesn't
3: care. And that's what I love yeah. about him. And I feel so lucky Great and guy. so privileged to have such a fantastic yeah. boss who has supported me, no doubt, Hobart, for the next okay. five years yeah, on yeah, radio. Well,
2: righto. <laughs> You're starting to dip your toe into Asher Keddie territory here with this speech. <laughs> right, But that's uh, your shout?
3: Yeah, that's my shout. Okay. So 13, 12, 16. You can give a shout out to anyone, anyone. at all.
2: Fifty bucks to spend at the bar at Soho. Next, so it's your week according
3: to the stars with Astra Holden. Ten past seven. Paul and Woody. It's Paul and
1: Woody podcast. 13 past seven.
3: Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, we're collecting your calls. If you want to do a shout-out to someone, it could be anything. Anything. Maybe you picked up on the weekend. Whatever.
2: Yeah, maybe you picked up at the Speak Up Stay Chatty Ball. Because there was a couple hundred people down at Rest Point on Saturday night.
3: Uh, we want to shout you a bar tab at Hotel Soho in exchange for it. Wouldn't
2: that be great if you, you're trying to work it, you know, you've, you've picked up on Saturday night yeah. and you're thinking, okay, so when do you text? You know, do you just go out of the blocks on Monday? Do you wait for your stock standard Wednesday? Wouldn't it be great if you're in for the next date would be, oh, well, i got this $50 bar tab.
3: After I spoke about our night
2: on radio. Yeah. <laughs> and told everyone about yeah. you, mentioned your name, yeah. what you were wearing, <laughs> and now they know where we're going for our next drink. Now, with Paul
1: and Woody, we'll rub the crystal balls, your weekly zodiac star guide, Astra Holden.
3: For your week, according to the stars, it is Astra Holden. Morning, Astra.
2: Good morning, Paul and Woody. Eris and Taurus. Are you okay? Yep. I was at the Speak Up stage anymore.
3: I thought I saw you there.
2: I didn't have a ticket, so what I... I just, um... I, I was a seat filler. Oh. So when someone got up to go to the bathroom, I'd just jump in their seat, and if there was a mains there, I'd have it. You're <laughs> one of those. Aries or Taurus. Seven-year switches Brad has joined Tinder just weeks after spring up from his wife. Oh, So, ladies, you can either swipe left, swipe right, or just throw your phone in the bin. Gemini, Cancer and Leo. So, Jerry Seinfeld sledged Adelaide. Mm -hmm. He said, you know how many years I've wanted to come to Adelaide? Never. I never wanted to come to Adelaide. (laughs) And I think, on behalf of all Aussies, we all thought the same thing. I don't think he went hard enough on them. Virgo and Libra. Hobart City Council may phase out plastic... Takeaway packaging, I heard you talking about this earlier. They can add that to the other things that they have phased out in Hobart, like a cable car. Scorpio, Sagittarius and Capricorn. Danny Minogue will open for Take That in Australia. What a great night that'll be. Take That without Robbie Williams, supported by the other Minogue. Oh, true. And finally, Aquarius and Pisces. According to a popular Netflix documentary, eggs are as bad for you as cigarettes. What? Eggs. It only made me think of one thing. Can I bum a soft-boiled off you?
3: <laughs> for your week, according to the stars, it is Astra Holden. Thank you, Astra. Thanks, Paul and Woody. 16 past 7.
1: It's Paul and Woody podcast.
3: 28 past 7, Hobart's hit, 100.9, Paul and Woody.
2: I tell you what, uh, this has really snuck up on Australia and that is that by the end of this week, there is a possibility, all but slim, that there could be a big win in terms of marriage equality in Parliament. Yeah, so
3: you're saying it could be a watered down version, right? A very
2: watered down version. A, uh, a backbencher by the name of Dean Smith, who is a Liberal from Western Australia, has drafted his own marriage equality bill. And there is a chance that this may be voted on in Parliament. Now, the politicians have been on a break. Surprise, surprise. Quite a lengthy winter break. And they come back and they sit in Parliament tomorrow. But Malcolm has called back his coalition cronies a day early. And the suggestion is that he's going to lock them in a room and say, what are you doing? We're pushing for a plebiscite. We still want the plebiscite. We won the election on a plebiscite. But, of course, the big fault in the plebiscite is that individuals in Parliament have already said that they may not even observe the outcome of the plebiscite because individual politicians have to decide, well, let's say my electorate says, yeah. yes, we want marriage equality, yet the collective country says, no, what am I to do? Yes. Then there's a third ...option that these politicians have, and that is to vote on their own opinion.
3: What about Erica Betts wanting to send out mail to everyone? Well,
2: that was a suggestion that it'd be a postal plebiscite, and then not even he said that he would observe the outcome of the plebiscite. Well, you
3: know he'll only observe it if they say... No.
0: No. Yeah.
3: Because he's made it very apparent that he doesn't support it, and he never will support it. So... I don't even understand why you would waste all that money if you didn't even then adhere to what Australia is telling you. Yeah,
2: But I tell you what, Dean Smith is going to be up against it because there aren't that many liberal politicians that will want to cross the floor. But to give Dean Smith some credit, he's put it out there. He's put his money where his mouth is. And I, I don't know, like, for all we know today... Malcolm Turnbull might rip his throat out it behind closed doors Yes, but well, let's see what happens and, and it, look, also bear in mind that it is a watered down version, it's not like Dean Smith's coming out in full support of marriage equality, there will be things in his particular draft that allows religious types to back out of gay weddings, okay. essentially
1: It's Paul and Woody Podcast Trending
2: now
3: at hit.com.au. Did you see Hell's Kitchen? last (laughs) night? The Australian version. (laughs) My gosh, it got slammed. Yeah,
2: well, they're celebrities. Like,
3: there's no jeopardy. Some people have called it boring. They're calling for Gordon Ramsay. Well, Gordon.
2: I think it's difficult for any other chef to come in... And play that role that Gordon plays so well. So the
3: Hell's Kitchen over in America or in the UK, that's everyday people that want yeah, to be chefs. That are
2: desperate to be chefs. Yeah, and that's
3: where all that infighting and that passion yeah. comes from. But some people even called them jerk faces last night.
2: The show or the, the contestants?
3: No, the show. Okay. The people that put the show together. But this was Sam Frost. She was on it. Now she can't cook at all. She couldn't even cook an egg last night. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know where to start with this egg dish. Me cooking an egg is putting it in a microwave for three minutes, done. Oh God, Sam. How am I making such a
2: mess? You'll be right. right.
3: Uh, Marco's wandering around, going, oh, what's everyone doing? And I'm like, oh, please don't look around. Please
1: don't look around. Why don't you get a larger
0: bowl? Because you're making two jobs. Yeah. Okay. One the dish, to the cleaning.
1: I think at this stage, he can definitely tell. I have no idea what
3: I'm doing. So she put up scrambled eggs, but not with anything in it. They just...
2: So she scrambled an egg.
3: She scrambled an egg, and then she sliced an avocado and set it next
2: to it. That was TV last night. And that's night. why
3: people are getting bored. Some people were saying it was putting them to sleep.
2: I don't know why anyone would find that boring, watching Samantha Frost cook an egg on television. <laughs> Oh, God, that's what it's come to. What about the Melbourne cafe that has come under fire on the socials this morning? Handsome Her is a vegan cafe Mm -hmm. in Brunswick on the mainland. And they are charging men 18% more than their female customers (laughs) because of Australia's pay gap.
3: That is brilliant. I think
2: it's fantastic. That is.
3: You know, that could happen everywhere. Imagine if we started doing that around Hobart as well.
2: Yeah.
3: That would be great.
2: Yeah, but I feel ripped off because you and I get paid the same. (laughs) (laughs) Trendy. And I fought against that. Uh, And finally,
3: Uh,
2: it's good to have a big butt. I can tell you that your metabolism works better if you've got a big butt because not as much fat is released into the bloodstream when you have a bit more weight downstairs. The fat does not travel to the vital organs like the hearts and the lungs if you've got big ass. <laughs> so we'll get that gallery up on no. our Facebook page because I've been pushing for it for a while.
3: 18 away from 8. Hobart's <clears> hit <throat> 100.9. Paul and Woody for the latest scooper and Trending Now Hit Hobart. Was-
1: it's Paul and Woody Podcast.
3: It- it's quarter to eight on Hobart's hit 100.9. This is Paul and Woody. And this is Phone Topic Roulette. We're going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. If one interests you, you can end the segment at any time by calling 13 12 16.
2: I want to know on 13, 12, 16, proposal locations.
3: Oh, are you finally doing it?
2: No. Um, what? I'm reading that Prince Harry May proposed this week to Meghan Markle in Botswana. They're in Africa together on a little retreat. And let's not forget that in 2010, his big brother proposed to Kate in Kenya, yeah, I think.
3: But Diana said they won't get married Princess Diana, that she's that Prince Harry will end up with a girlfriend he's had in the past.
2: But, but Diana's not with that. us anymore.
3: Yeah, I know, but apparently Princess Diana still speaks to an alternate healer. Ah,
2: and right. That's what oh, she's speaking through the yeah, healer. Yeah. And, and
3: that's what the healer, and and healer said.
2: Giving the sons information yeah. from their deceased mother. Some people would say that would be a bit distasteful, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to know about proposal locations because you and I witnessed one at the Cash Converters car park. Yeah. When we were up there a couple of Saturdays ago.
3: We had the cash cube there. Mm. He dropped a knee. He did. He he ripped the microphone out of your hand, which I loved. Yeah, which was good. And then proposed.
2: Yeah. Which What? Beautiful.
3: It's a car park.
2: Oh, that's right. Well, that proposal locations. Yeah. Give me the location because it's never boring.
3: No, thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Yeah. Have you ever embarrassed a kid... You know, that this has just happened to me where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm that person. So my niece, and she's only about eight, and we were walking to the store and we were kind of skipping along. And then, I don't know, I'm like, what's going on, girlfriend? And she just looks at me and she goes, Aunty S, can you please never, ever do that in public again? She held her head down in shame. That's
2: horrible what you did there, child. What do you mean? Well, you, you gave other children an excuse to tease her at school well, today. I've become my mum. What's going on, girlfriend? You know
3: when you realise that you're not really cool anymore to you, your nieces and nephews?
2: Were you wearing <laughs> say, that boob tube you wear with... um? It. What's it say on the front? S-L-U... Can what was you that? not
3: do that, please? Do you still wear that boob tube? <laughs> Stop it. I just, you know, sometimes you can embarrass a kid, and you don't even mean yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's what you did when you dropped them off at school. I don't know.
2: Is that why you've got the what do they call it? The yeah. unicorn rinse in your hair this morning? Just. Yeah, it's your pink hair and your boob tube. I'm trying to think of what it says. S L. It doesn't
3: matter. Okay.
2: 13, 12, 16. Do you know someone living a lie? Ooh. I have noticed a guy that walks his dog, almost the same route that I take every day. Yeah. And he's got the same poo bag every day. And I think that he has just a plastic bag, maybe with a big stone in it. And then he just lets his dog do it anywhere. But it looks like he's carrying around
3: a poo bag. But the poo bags don't really come in different colours. It's not like an accessory, is it? Yeah, but
2: this looks like a white bag that You know when you buy a roll of bags at Woolies yeah, to put okay. inside your bin? It looks like the same bag every time. And I swear, I had a good oh. look at it the other day yeah, because I, I pretended I'd stopped to tie my shoelace oh as he walked gosh. past me, and it's got the same knot in the top. And I don't reckon you... there's dog feces in that bag. Well, why don't you just ask to say? Well, see I'm going to try to get a sample.
3: You're going to say, I'm going to get a
2: cotton bud, and I'm going to try to swab it. As he walks past. I reckon that's how he gets out of picking up his dog poo.
3: You really need a second job. You really, really do.
2: Do you know someone living a lie?
3: I can't believe you're breeding. 13, 12, 16. Contraband food. Do you hide food from your partner or your family?
2: Well, your brother's notorious for this. Oh, he
3: hides it next door at Mumps. Chocolate, lactose, because he says he's lactose... Uh.
2: No calls
3: today.
2: I, I I would still back my proposal location, but I'm going to do that again after eight. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. I'm no. convinced it will.
1: Now that people are ringing, it's Paul and Woody podcast.
0: Get up, Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on.
1: Turn it up Got my radio. It's Paul and Woody. Introducing the $5 wrap of the Day at Macca's. Available weekdays, ten thirty a.m. to 2 p.m. Can I ask Hobart
3: what excuse you've tried to use to get out of a speeding ticket or when you've been pulled over? Mm. I can't believe that police officers have been revealing some of oh, these. Some of these
2: are just mental.
3: From, I just washed my car, so I'm trying to dry it. <laughs> that is why they were speeding.
2: Unless you've actually got the suds on the bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> Even then. <laughs> and to,
3: uh,. <laughs> I've had a bad day and I just broke up with my girlfriend and I knew a guy that used that and he actually got off a speeding ticket.
2: Had he genuinely broken up with a girlfriend? No,
3: I think he'd had a slight fight, but they hadn't broken up.
2: No.
3: Do you know... Oh, yeah, okay, well, I'll, I said it earlier, but I'll say it this time. One of my friends can dislocate his finger. <laughs> and this is the extremes he went to, was when he was getting pulled over, he dislocated his finger... And said he was racing mm. to the hospital.
2: That makes me feel nauseous. So
3: then they ended up giving him a police escort
2: to the hospital to the that he didn't need to go to.
3: No, he was actually going the opposite direction.
2: Mm. They they actually took the finger off.
3: You? They cro- got
2: an intern. <laughs> um, I you I went cried. the blub. I went the full blub oh. and made the guy feel really awkward.
3: What? But how can I had you bald just tires. Turn it on? That's almost like psychopathic. <laughs>
2: No, oh, you, okay. oh, oh.
3: So, i Apprentice, mates, you got to watch this.
2: I feel so ashamed. Paul's going to... Oh, my God, what if my mother found out about this? I'm... <laughs> you can do that one. This would be me as a police officer. Mm. Grow up, son. Mm. I tell you to grow up. Is that your gun in your pocket? <laughs>
3: okay. Do you know you look when you... I just saw your fake tears yeah. then, and you do actually have red eyes. Mm. You look like you're constipated. Oh, God, I don't. Well, that's know the how. other
2: excuse you can use. I've been constipated for six days, officer. And finally, I feel a bit of motion. So I'm trying to get home to the toot.
3: Why can't we just cough it when we get a speech? Everyone's right. always some, got a reason. It's so
2: dangerous. Like, don't think of an excuse. Think about what you should be doing behind the wheel of a car. But we
3: all do it, though. You, we you all panic and you come up with an excuse. That's right. I'm not Do you know, once I... Oh, I probably shouldn't say it this time.
2: Was this with your top?
3: Yeah. Can I say it or not? I don't think I can. Did you... No, I just I it was it was winter and I unzipped because you see it in the movies. I just unzipped a little bit, and the officer said, um, "Can you zip it back up? It's quite
2: cold." (laughs) Actually, the bloke that um, (laughs) mace the bloke she was in the car with on a date got out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That ain't in The police officer's
2: car. Yeah, yeah. and those blokes have been together ever since.
3: You're such a jerk. But then I told if you want to share an excuse you've yes. attempted and tried. Doesn't have to have worked. Well,
0: um, my ne- mates tried one. What? What did
2: uh He said he had explosive diarrhoea. He, he got a fine uh, and he tried to contest it saying he had explosive diarrhoea so he was speeding to get home to the toilet. <laughs> did he pre- <laughs> present any, any evidence to the court? Well, he gave them a sample. Those little stool samples in there. Small jars.
3: Doesn't sound little. That's disgusting.
2: Oh, what, what explosive... It di- didn't di- work, though. It didn't work. Uh, that is a very colourful phrase, isn't it? Explosive. Can anything else be explosive other than diarrhea? Oh. I don't think it can. <laughs> 13, oh. 12,
3: 16. Up next, we're doing Shore of Origin. Yes. East side, taking on the west side. We need someone from the best side, the sunny side. The east side. 13, 12, 16. Thanks
1: to Cash Converter. Hits, Paul and Woody podcast.
0: Let's fight.
1: On Hits, Paul and Woody... We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin. Powered by cash converters. Sell your quality items now for instant cash and you could win a car. We're
3: giving away a brand new car with cash converters as well. This week, just take down any LCD TV of any size. You're going to get cash back for it. A lot of people just throw up TVs when they could actually get cash. Well, that's right, take it down for it, and you'll get a ticket in the draw for that car, which we will be giving away soon. But the guys at Cash Converters have also given us and the girls a hundred dollars cash, guaranteed, guaranteed from the West Side, the losing side on Friday.
2: You're you back for round two, Daniel. I am, yes. Excellent, mate. I've got a good feeling about you this morning. We're going to have to take out
3: Josh from the east side, the best side, the sunny side. How is it on that side today, Josh?
2: Oh, not too bad for me, mate.
3: Yeah, beautiful. In um, just board shorts, having a bit of a dip in one of the many beaches
2: that's over there. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, it's inaccurate, and people listen to the radio for the weather. Uh, Josh, you don't have a lot to live up to because the last contestant from the East Side was on the show for about four months.
3: Okay. Do we have to. So, well, she, you know what, she was, she was happy she every day. was
2: great. Day. Great, great woman. Great, great stuff. All right. Okay, so it's a best of three, fellas. Woody will read three questions. Uh, uh, you can buzz in at any time. Daniel, your buzzer is west. Josh, your buzzer is east. And I will do my best to adjudicate.
3: What is Kim Kardashian's mum's name? West. Yes, West.
2: Um, Chris. Oh, my God. Well done. Well done.
3: Is there a Kmart in Eastlands?
2: West. East was just first. Yes, there is. OK, we need a tiebreaker, Woody.
3: Jack Russell and Pug are varieties of wash.
2: East. east yeah, was first. Josh. Dog. There we go. There it is. The East has won.
3: Oh,
0: well done.
2: Back again. An annihilation. That was not an annihilation. It went to a tiebreaker. I will not have you say that about Daniel. Daniel, we're going to meet you for morning three, same time tomorrow. No worries. See you then. Good stuff.
3: Thanks to Cash Converters and their brand new super retail centre, Main Road, Moona. 16 past 8, Paul and Woody. I don't
1: know if you could tag it. It's Paul and Woody podcast. 19 past 8, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody.
3: Police officers have been revealing the excuses given to them when people are being pulled over. One of my favourites is... Oh, I would just washed my car and I wanted to get it dry. <laughs> so that's, just,
2: not, that's dangerous and ridiculous. It
3: totally is. We're not endorsing speeding at all. No. But something happens when you get pulled over. It's almost like you revert back to a three-year-old yes, toddler yes. where you'll just find or make up any excuse yep. possible because you start to panic. Yep. That's why you fake cried.
2: I went the blub. I was a lot younger and a lot more naive and my tyres were bald and one of my number plates was not visible.
3: See, so that's just dangerous. So,
2: I, you know, when you're 18 years old, you're looking at... you 18 and... Yeah. You're looking at hundreds of dollars worth of fines, and you just don't have that sort of money. And so you just say, "Well, I'm so sorry, and my mum's going to be ashamed of me because I've only been driving for a couple of days." <laughs> and she always wanted a girl. And then, like, yeah, did you go into your full-on yeah, story? That's why I'm wearing a dress and heels, and <laughs> officer, I'm so sorry. And, uh, yeah, and then I tried to undo my top like you what? did. And, no, you
3: know. okay, we weren't going to revisit that part.
2: Mm. No, but that, I think you ex- see
3: that in the movies. And it always yeah, works for but those women. That's,
2: when it's like Reese Witherspoon or something. Um, Mason, your mate uh, tried to get out of a fine that he'd already received. I loved the excuse. Yeah. He, well, he, he said that he had explosive diarrhoea. Brilliant. And that is the one thing... Like, you know, I, I don't know if you can do this anymore, but once upon a time you could get out of rear-ending someone if you sneezed. <sighs> it's a great term. If you sneezed, because biologically... And physiologically, your eyes have to close when you sneeze. So you're allowed to close your eyes when you sneeze. And people used to use that excuse to get out of driving into the rear of someone. But I tell you what, explosive diarrhoea has got to be up there.
3: Well, what about my friend who dislocated his finger as he was getting pulled over on purpose?
2: Whilst he had explosive diarrhoea? No. (laughs) What was he doing?
3: (laughs) Okay. 12, 16. Hi, Wendy. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. Have you used an excuse to try and get off a speeding ticket?
0: It wasn't an excuse. It was actually real. I just picked up the my dog that I had to have put to sleep um, from the vet. And so he was kind of all frozen or cold in the back because he'd been there for pretty much a, a day. And um, I was driving 60 in a 50 zone, so I got pulled over and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I am I was distracted. Um, I've just picked up our dead dog. Oh, my goodness. Um, he let me go, and um, from then on, I actually thought maybe I should have him stuffed and put in the back of
2: the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, my God,
0: that is
2: so evil. Oh my God. Genius. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to ask what? this, Wendy, but what, was he wrapped up in anything, or was he in a box or something? Yeah, no, I, when
0: I took him to the vet, I took him in his bed and his oh. favourite blanket. So okay. when they um, put him to sleep, they wrapped him up in plastic and then oh, his please. blanket and then put him in his bed. So he was bundled up in the, the back, but he was very cold. And um, I was sort of thinking, oh, I've got to get him home because I've got to bury him in the garden. Oh, God. And um, just got distracted. Did but the... I, said to, I said to the policeman, oh, do you want to check? And he said, no, with that kind of... Uh, reason I'll, I'll believe you oh, how many you
3: know what i just realized is going to happen in hobart today
2: oh everyone's going to go to kmart and buy stuff toys yeah they
3: going to
2: say <laughs> and wrap, wrap it in a bit of glad wrap i'd be
3: at home my dog's passed. my
2: god wendy all right my, i wonder if i could resume my baby girl what do you mean
3: oh no she was cremated
2: i think uh, exhumed. oh sorry <laughs> resume
1: oh, i'm sorry <laughs> oh it's Paul and Woody
3: podcast. 11 away from 9. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Ed Sheeran. Said, oh, All right. Don't just don't broke me. into the show.
0: Can you, can you? Yeah.
3: Have you had a
0: shoot? No. Oh. <laughs>
3: Each morning with Paul and Woody, Ed Sheeran's Sheep will bar to a different song. Identify the song to win your way onto the standby list to see Ed Sheeran live in Melbourne. Hobart, let's meet Ed Sheeran's Sheep. We've already sent a stack of people from Hobart to see Ed Sheeran. We did it last week. Now we're wiping the standby list again. Yes. This is going to be Hobart's shortest standby list. If yep. you get through and you guess the song, you've got a one in five shot that we'll be calling you on Friday to send you to Ed Sheeran. Hi, horrible. Melissa. Hi, how are you? Do you know how this works? I certainly do. Okay. Oh, you poor thing.
2: All right, we're just about to open the shearing shed. <laughs> yeah, and we're okay. going to have a listen to the sheep, and you've got to tell us which Ed Sheeran song they're singing. Okay. Let's
0: go. Sheeran. <laughs>
3: That sheep sounds awfully depressed. (laughs) I think they're getting worse.
0: (laughs) Okay, well we can save our
2: critiquings a little later. What song do we think it is, Melissa?
0: Um, I'd have to guess Shape of You. No.
2: Everyone always guesses Shape of You, don't
3: they? Oh, I'm All sorry, right. Melissa. Maxine, it's up to you. Do you know what song it is? Oh, sorry. No, I was going to guess um, Shape
2: of You as well. Oh, so. no. I'm no. sorry, Maxine. Uh, sorry. Danielle, you're next up. Oh. Drunk. Oh. oh! well done! She either got it right or she's telling us what she's been up to on Monday morning. <laughs> you got the kids there, <laughs> have you, Danielle? Oh, never mind. oh, the sheep is so loud. I'm so
3: sorry about that. Okay. Well done. You're on the standby list. If you missed our help, we'll be doing it again from 6 a.m. tomorrow.
1: It's Paul and Woody Podcast.
3: We're gonna make way for the Apprentice Mason show. We are just the warm-up.
2: The Mason Tucker experience. We are the
3: Danny Minogue of the Take That World.
2: That's right, because he is set to support Take That on their Australian tour, of course, Take That minus Robbie Williams. Okay, I'll just cross that off today's show plan because that oh. was my big um, story for oh, today. Oh, oh was it? Mate. Thanks, oh,
3: guys. So you've got nothing to hook to in your show? Like, you've got nothing yeah.
2: to tease? No, no, no. I mean, there's a lot of music coming up before 9.30, going old school with DJ Sammy Heaven. No, oh, beautiful song. Another 9 and... Is it that? No. No, no, no. Oh. Baby, you're
3: all that yeah, I
2: want. Okay, yeah, I've got it. It's when good. I'm holding yeah. you in my arms. No, that's wrong. That's really wrong. He's hugging finding it hard He's hugging himself. Believe we're in heaven. We're going to do that a live set weird. this morning. No, I don't think we If are. anyone can play the guitar in Hobart, come <laughs> into the studio and we'll do a live set. And we're going to need somebody that can sing because obviously <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh, we're all doing the jokes now. Of course I can sing. Oh, the most commercial free hits in Hobart
3: coming up next with Apprentice Mace. <laughs>
1: It's Paul and Woody Podcast.